Hello, everyone, and welcome to Seaview Quantum Network. I'm your presenter, Daniel, and I'm here with producer Claudia Pareko. We are cosmic beings, beings of light. A moment of your time is one of the most extraordinary gifts we could ever be given. We are honored every time we've received a moment of your time. We are honored, privileged, and humbled. We serve in your presence. Our shows are held on Mondays and Fridays at 12 p.m. Eastern U.S. time, 9 a.m. Pacific. At any moment to participate on our shows, please call 805-830-8344 and press 1 to talk with the host. All podcasts are easily found in all social media and are available free, live, or on demand. To request a show, please write to Claudia Pareco at cview1111 at gmail.com or visit our website, cview1111.net. Now, let's listen to our host and topic of the day. Thank you, Danny, and welcome, everybody, to see you and our show today, Ignite Your Feminine Power, with Marianne Candido. Rise up, awaken, and shine, awakening the authentic and powerful woman within. Marianne Candido is an author, spirit mentor, Akashic Records consultant, intuitive energy healer, and now we are in the cost of her finishing her book by the same name, Ignite Your Feminine Power, which we'll announce as soon as it's ready for you to get. You've come here for a reason. Every soul, says Marianne, creates contracts before incarnating in physical These contracts are not always easy to fulfill, but we try. Through using spiritual tools such as Akashic Records work, Divine Feminine Power Mantras, EFT, Guided Imagery, Intuitive Energy Healing, Attraction Techniques, combined with Aligned Strategic Action Plans, Marianne helps callers to rise up, be more fulfilled, and create positive change in their lives and businesses. And today we're going to talk about the, the feminine power and how to unite it, how to make the physical and spiritual aspects of the feminine, feminine power in get them in balance. But let's bring the experts to the, of, the team, of the topic to the show and welcome, Marianne Candido. Hi, Claudia. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here. Oh, uh, we're so happy to. Thank you. Thank you. So, as far as igniting your feminine power, you know, what is that? What is the divine feminine? Um, I get that asked a lot. Well, you know, we're we're pure souls, but when we come to this physical place we call earth, the physicality of being human, 
we forget who we are. We forget the power we have. And we have this divine feminine power within us, just like we have, we have the divine masculine as well in us. And men have the divine feminine and the divine masculine in them as well. But we lose sight of it. We forget we have it. We, we place limitations on ourselves, or we're conditioned to believe that we have all these constraints and limitations. Now, obviously, we are limited to our physical bodies and the physical, the laws of physics here on Earth and, and all of that. However, there's many things that we place limits on, but just based on our perspective and our mindset that are false, that are, are doing us no favors. So, you know, why would you want to ignite your feminine power? It helps you to become authentically you. It's like, who have you become beyond all the conditioned, all the subconscious programs? Who have you become when we try to please everyone but ourselves? You know, we lose ourselves. Well, many times we lose ourselves in relationships. We lose ourselves in motherhood. Uh, we lose ourselves in what we think we should be in a career as opposed to being authentic. So authenticity is a big reason why we want to ignite our feminine power. Igniting our feminine power will also help us raise the consciousness of all humanity. Because when you ignite your feminine power, you are tapping into the spiritual self. You're finding the balance between the spiritual you and the human you. And you're you're creating change for humanity because you are leading an authentic life with integrity. And I think we can all agree here that the world isn't always a very integritous place. You know, I mean, we really, all the problems we see uh, and we're faced with on earth, the bottom line is it's a consciousness problem. And when consciousness is elevated, we won't see these power struggles. We won't see corruption as much, greed, war. Uh, we'll want to help our fellow human. We'll want to help our fellow animals and the earth. <clears throat> so by stepping into your feminine power, by igniting it, you're going to feel the connection to your spirit you and understand how it integrates with the physical you. I, and I find a lot of people, you know, it, and myself included, this is all a learning process. When you realize that you have this power within you, that you are born with it, but we forget about it. You've forgotten that it's there. You'll notice things in your life. You might feel lack of confidence. You're not stepping into your power. When you feel lack of confidence, you feel stuck or unfulfilled. You are not igniting your feminine power. You know, we come to a point where, well, it's my abundance. You know, a lot of people have money issues. Well, if you're, if you're facing money issues, that means you need to activate your queen a little more. And the queen is the one who ha is in charge of material realm, the material uh, security, nurturing, caregiving. So it may be the queen that you need to ignite uh, and pay more attention to. It could also be the warrioress. You know, you might have to uh, have a, bring up your courage and confidence and bravery to step out into the world 
and attract more abundance to you by being who you are authentically and sharing your gifts with the world. You know, uh, money is a funny thing. There could be so many different things involved with that, including the subconscious programs around money, in which then you'd like to activate the healer. Because, you know, you might have learned from a small child when you were a few years old, six years old, you, you see all these beliefs around money that your parents had, and then you, you take them on as well, because that's how we learn. That's how we become conditioned, right? So <clears throat> you may feel there's something you're being called to do in this world, but you don't feel empowered to take the appropriate action. That's not stepping into your power. That's not igniting it. It's time to ignite it. Uh, there's, you know, you might see, um, you might see in your life, your relationships aren't fulfilling. Okay. That's another thing. It's sign that you want to ignite your feminine power because you want to have more balance in your relationships or you want to attract someone that is an ideal fit for you. And, you know, this is, this is the, the programs we, we run and, and the masks we wear. Well, it's time to remove those masks and ignite our feminine power, step into our truth, connect with our higher self, and find the balance between our physical selves and our spiritual selves. And for me, Claudia, I don't know about you, but that has been the biggest challenge of my life, is balancing the spiritual part of me and the physical part of me. You know, so through this journey of self-discovery and soul purpose, I found myself at this crossroads. Road number one being all love and light and road number two, take no bull, right? So what I'm learning is that there is a delicate balance between the roads and they also merge. There's that merging point. So if you take road one being all love and light, it'll leave you spiritually bypassing important issues. And while it feels good to not look at the injustice in the world that you see, especially if you have the privilege to do so, you're not helping raise humanity up. And see, that's the light within us is even though this world is not a perfect place and we come here to experience all of the humanness, all of the challenges, all of the joys of being human and living on this wonderful planet. However, we also come here because there's millions and millions and millions of people, even billions, that are coming here to help raise humanity up. But we don't remember. We don't remember that's why we're here. And that doesn't mean you have to have a job that is a healer or, you know, a speaker or whatever. It's how you show up in the world. So here's that one. If, if you take road one of being all love and light, you spiritually by, bypass the important issues in the world, like racism and injustice and inequality and all that. So, but if you, you know, because then you're all, all being good vibes and yes, good vibes are wonderful and powerful and important, but without taking action steps towards change, nothing's going to change in the long run. Now, if you take road two, the take no BS road, it's just also important. However, you're not incorporating the spiritual principles of road number one, which are also important in affecting long lasting change. So what needs to happen is merging of the two roads 
And this is what I talk about in this book is how to awaken and ignite the diff- the seven sacred sisters of the divine feminine so you can be find this balance so you can realize where wow uh i am very i lead with this sacred sister but i ignore all the others so you know it, it brings your attention to your authentic self and where you need to tap in more and what do you need to ignite more so it's it's fascinating. You know, the more I do this work, the more I work with my clients on it, and the more I see it in myself, uh, it, 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 it's like, the, why did this just happen now for me at 55? You know, I'm now starting to understand and have a whole new greater awareness for why things are or how things are showing up in my world and what I need to do. So, you know, it, it, it's about balance too. And, you know, not just balancing, you know, the road one and road two and integrating, but it's about finding the balance of if you lead with the warrioress, you know, you're always in fight mode and you're, then your goddess is suffering. Your goddess needs the play. You see that the goddess is all about that vibration of play. And that raises our own vibration to attract more of what we want, but we need the warriors too. Because if the warrior isn't fighting for change, for social justice, for whatever it is that you find yourself um, feeling the urge to fight for, to help, to to even to, for your own case, like you need the bravery of the warrioress. You know, it might be like I talked about, it may be a money issue. <clears throat> you may need to become super courageous in order to step into your truth and share your gifts with the world. So the warrior is fighting the good fight and she's grounded in her confidence and strength. So when I talk about this balance, it doesn't mean all seven of the sacred sisters to be evenly balanced because that's not necessarily going to happen and you don't need it to be like that. What I talk about balance with that, excuse me, I still have a little cough here is to bring them in to have that mindfulness, that awareness that, wow, I am neglecting my lover. I need more passion in my life. The lover sacred sister needs to be ignited. I need more passion in my work. I need more passion in my relationships, right? Um, so that's what I mean is, is even if the lover is only active 20% of your, your day, or of your week or however else you want to measure it. That's okay because maybe she wasn't activated hardly at all before. You felt passionless, you felt unfulfilled in your life, in your in your career. So by activating the lover, you're going to find more passion. And that doesn't necessarily mean well, in your career, maybe you're going to find it in another way. Maybe you start a project or you volunteer for a cause that's near and dear to your heart. So this is what I mean about balance. It doesn't mean it has to be equally balanced. Uh, I'm talking about bringing them in all in and having that awareness to know when one is out of control and in too much power, right, because that leads to issues of itself as well, and know when one or two are neglected and need to be fueled up. And then to look at what issues you want to transform in your life. What is it that you want to transform in your life? You know, whether it be money, relationships, career, whatever it is, 
what area of your life do you wish to transform more? And that's where we look at, okay, what do I need to ignite? Uh, you know, what programs am I running? You know, where do I need to place more attention so that I can vibrationally align to this transformation I seek and to take the physical steps also that I need to achieve my transformation that I seek. So that's how this igniting your feminine power works and why you would want to do it. Uh, it. It is about balance. And I can't talk about balance without saying, okay, what, what kind of things happen when we begin to transform, when we begin to expand out of our comfort zones or want to take those steps to see a transformation in our lives? Well, we become fearful, you know, things like fear might step in or we might have lack of clarity. We may not know how or how to do what we want to do to achieve our goals or, or our dreams in life. We might feel disempowered. You know, uh, you might be, I was, situation for me was in my, my previous marriage, I felt very disempowered. I felt uh, it was a very toxic marriage. And I, I felt like I couldn't leave. And if I left, I would be stripped of everything. And, and you know, 18 years in a toxic marriage stripped me of a lot, I have to tell you. And it took years to heal from that. And I'm still healing and I'm still working and getting stronger and stepping into my divine feminine power. Uh, but you might feel disempowered in this process of transformation and change. You might feel inadequate. You might feel inauthentic. Like, how do I be authentic in a world where I can't be authentic? But that's, that's, not, that's just a big story that's being told. You can be authentic in this world and be successful at the same time. Another question that might come up to you is, am I capable enough, right? Here's that self-esteem confidence issue. So you might resist the change because there might be some fear. Um, you might be feeling this out of balance in your life. You know, we, we've all had those periods. It's like, gee, I, when I fix one thing, something else is, goes amok, right? Runs amok. So it's like finding these balances and bringing everything into harmony and run and and living life in this harmony within yourself. So I'm also an aromatherapist. Uh, in my past, I was a massage therapist and I used a lot of essential oils to help bring people um, into a state of mental peace and clarity um, uplifting them if they were down, uh, relaxing them if they were too up and wired. So using essential oils too during this, this transformation that you're seeking, during this process of igniting your feminine power and finding more balance, balancing your physical you to your spiritual you. So if you're finding yourself needing more balance, and you don't feel, you just feel like everything's kind of out of whack. A couple oils that are good for that is patchouli and pettigrain. If you feel yourself resisting change, uh, and you may not even realize you're resisting change, but how resisting change shows up is maybe procrastination. So if you're a procrastinator, what could be at the root of it is 
the re- you're resisting change. There's some reason, possibly fear. Uh, but what's good for that is cilantro and blue tansy. If you're feeling lack of clarity, uh, some oils that will help you with that are lemon, rosemary, spearmint, dill, and peppermint. If you're, if that's the mental clarity, if you're feeling you're lacking spiritual clarity, then clary sage, frankincense, sandalwood, lemongrass, um, copaiba, those are good oils for spiritual clarity. Empowerment. So if you're feeling disempowered and you really want to step into your power, Ginger and clove are really good for that. Uh, If you want to elevate, feel elevated, it's lime and melissa. If you want to elevate your moods, any of the citrus oils, orange, lemon, lime, grapefruit, really helps to uplift you. If you're feeling inadequate, bergamot is the oil for you. And if you're feeling inauthentic, then black pepper is, and yes, there is an essential oil of black pepper. And if you're feeling incapable, then you'll want bergamot, lemon, peppermint, or rosemary. And you can mix some of, you can mix them to create like a synchronistic, uh, a synergistic, excuse me, a synergistic effect. So, you, and you know, just go by how, what it, what it, how it appeals to you. And you can mix certain oils and to put them in a diffuser. Uh, you, you don't necessarily want to use all oils topically, even with a carrier oil. So, you, you know, there's more involved with that, which I'm not going to get into today. But you can find information. There's some really good books out there. But just smelling the, the oils, just putting it on, under your nose uh, to help you get, feel that balance, to help you feel more clarity, more uplifted. Uh, and if you, you, you find yourself always being wired and, you know, active, 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 that type A personality, then lavender and chamomile are really good oils for that to help calm you and to help you find that peace. So, Claudia, how, have, how does this relate in your life as far as this finding this balance? How has it showed up with you where you find that spiritual you and physical you? where they sometimes clash? Well, pretty much all the, the examples that you put out there, I have, been, <laughs> I have had one of them or, or more. Right. You know what, what is interesting is that at the times when they were happening, I was not aware that I was out of balance or that I was leaning more into one of the sisters of the others. Because I just didn't know they existed. I didn't know they that um, the divine feminine had all of these aspects that we have been talking about. So right. I, I see the importance of learning of all those traits. Because when you learn that you have that inside of you, then it's like, oh, okay, so then I can reach in and find it. But... Right. And here's the question. What happens when, let's, let's say you have a deep fear of, um, of changing something that you have, 
but you you know there's fear, but you don't know what fear it is or how to deal with that or yeah, so how how to transform that? How would you help someone like that? So fear is could what we if a client came to me with fear and they didn't know where the fear was from moving forward, we would start with some a series of powerful questions to see what's at the root of the fear because it it's different for everybody. Um, mm-hmm. It could be it could be the fear of success, could be the fear of failure, it could be the fear of not being loved just simply by having a transformation in your life. There could be so many things at the heart of it. Uh, so for me, I use. EFT, which is tapping and emotional freedom technique. So once we would get to what's at the heart of this fear, we would use EFT to rewire, to to delete the charge, to diffuse the the emotional charge that trigger that energetic trigger uh, that that's happening around the fear what, and how it's showing up, and we'd rewire that. And then I would also recommend different oils for fear, which is the like juniper berry, a cinnamon, birch, cypress, lavender, peppermint, and myrrh. So I, I'd recommend those oils. But I would also work with the divine feminine, the sacred sister, the warrioress. And we would do some work around activating the warrioress and having having. This my client do the mantra every day. Which uh, if uh, if they listen to previous previous uh, shows I've done on your on your radio show, uh, you you can hear the mantra of the warrioress when we talked about the warrioress on mm-hmm. that one episode. And they can also uh, get the the journey to awakening scroll on my website for free. They can download it for free, and it's www. AwakenYourDivineFeminine.com, and in that scroll, you'll see all the seven sisters and the qualities of the seven sisters and the mantra. So, I it would be kind of a combination of working with it because we really need to get to the heart of what's underneath, underlying of the fear, and then we would work to rewire it because that's what it is. We we create these habits and these programs. And they're usually based on sometimes even simple little events in our life when we were young that that really were insignificant when we look at them now and you look back. But they they created this this imprint, and then it got magnified over the years and and conditioned and and well established in our psyche. So that's what we would do. We would look at it, look at it at a deeper level and begin to use all the tools in the toolbox. To help transform it, and, and, and also, Maria, that's not, oh yeah, go ahead. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> your book, Ignite Your Feminine Power, which is coming soon. Yeah. How are we going to be able to use it? Can we find all of that information in there? Or yes, there's what? yes, and, mm-hmm. and many of the chapters, uh, I have the seven sacred sisters, and I talk about ways to activate each of those sacred sisters both through the spirit and through the physical so there'll be 
physical things you could do to activate it, and then the, the mantra as well, and very and various spiritual tools. So as far as EFT, I don't go into that in my book, but there's plenty of YouTube videos out there that can show people. But what I find with self-EFT is many times it's not so much the tapping and creating the phrases, but it's getting to the heart of what really lies beneath. So if you're just working on the, the, the global issue, meaning the symptom, you're like, oh, I'm fearful. I'm not moving forward. I'm, I'm afraid all the time. I don't know what I'm afraid of. You're not necessarily going to get to the root of it. So mm-hmm. what, getting to the root of it is where you, can, you create that long-lasting change. Because that's what we want to break down. That's what we want to reprogram. So that's where getting the help of a trained EFT professional really can help, especially an intuitive EFT, which is what I do, really get to the heart of what is going on and attack it from there. And uh, and I go, I'll go into the, my clients' records, Akashic records. So we get the help of their guides, too, to show us mm-hmm. where to look. So you're getting my intuitive uh, EFT along with some help from your guides. So that would make, makes it a little different than doing it on your own. Um, but it's always, it works phenomenal. It really is. But like I said, you really have to get to those past events that are causing this. And that doesn't mean you have to relive through those events. Uh, like the pain, you just have to notice them and state it kind of like a movie. You know, you can just state a movie chapter, right, a movie segment, but you don't have to jump in to the feeling of it. So if there was something traumatic, you don't have to re-feel all those feelings and relive it. You just have to state it because you know that that's probably at the heart of it. Um, if you do, if even if it's not and you don't think it is, we could, we would t- you know we could look at that as well and tap on it as well to clear that the energetic disruptions of that painful event. So that's how that's how you know I would work with it. So. And you know you're so right, Marian. Um, in all the work that I have done and with all the people that I have had over the years, I have come to realize that there is a reason why we are. A, a lot of people in this world, like when you come here, you're supposed to seek out other people because mm-hmm. we tend to lie to ourselves when we try to do everything on our own. Like, yeah. oh, no, I, I don't have fears. Oh, I, right. maybe an idea jumps into your mind and you're like, oh, no, that's too awful. So right. it's hard for us to be so totally and completely clear and honest when we want yeah. to deal with issues. So going with someone like, like you, it's, we have to, we just have to reach out and, and find it, find what helps you, which one is the one that speaks your language and helps you go through whatever it is that you're trying Exactly, exactly. We, I mean, I'm a big do-it-yourselfer, and I found, I found that resistance of getting help from someone. And once I do, sometimes it's like it, what could take me years to break through, 
going to see someone because they see it from a different perspective than me, right? They, I, I'm all involved. I, I can't see it without the emotion around it. But they see it from a different vantage point. And they could, like, break through in one session with someone else who helps you to see it. So that's the power of getting help. And then, you know, that doesn't mean you can't do things on your own. I, I'm a, Like I said, I'm a big self-help person. But sometimes you need that breakthrough of someone <laughs> seeing it from the outside to, to break in and to shed light on it for you to understand it from a different level and a different place. So that's, that's very important. And it's funny because I was just, shake, just shuffling my goddess cards as you were talking about this. And Cordelia popped out. And Cordelia is all about go outside. And not just outdoors for fresh air. But this was go outside of yourself to find someone to help you clear what is, is troubling you or help you to create the transformation you seek. Every person I've known that has experienced big transformation in their lives didn't do it alone. They got, they got mentors. They got coaches. They hired people to help them through healing through their, you know, whatever it is that they needed to heal through. Um, so I just encourage people to, you know, whoever you feel guided and resonate with, you know, go get help if you're unable to break it on your own. Uh, and if there's no shame in not being able to get through on your own either. We sometimes need that guidance and that clarity from other people because they see things from a different vantage point. And also in with that is just make sure you it feels good to you. You know, if, if your coach or mentor or healer is, is suggesting something that deep inside it does not feel right for you, then that's when you speak up and you're like, no, nah, I don't resonate with that. And that's okay too. Because that's the, that's the thing I always, you know, when I work with clients, I'm always asking, does this resonate with you? Does this feel good to you? Does this seem like something you can do uh, that you could work on that on your own between sessions? Uh, and I, I only do it if it resonates with them. If not, we find something else that would resonate them that would help. So, yeah, because there's no reason to start something if you're not mm-hmm. um, right. solved of it. Cause, right. Yeah, exactly. Someone can tell you, you know, meditate every day. And you're like, no, I don't like to meditate every day. <laughs> right. And then, well, exactly. you're not going to do it. <laughs> mm-hmm. So maybe you exactly. like to think. And that's, that's what makes you. So. Right, right, exactly. And sometimes there's past life issues that are really at the heart of what's going on. So that's another thing. If you're going back to your childhood and, you know, you're not finding anything or you're, you're, you're working on all the stuff, but it comes from past life issues, then we got to do that in the Akashic Records to, to help clear that and transform that. So that, that's another thing to consider when you're, you're looking at a, something you're trying to transform in your life. So, and Marianne, when when you um, access the Akashic records, do they come to you, or do you go up there to find it? I I have a special kind of like a mantra or prayer that I use to enter the client's mm-hmm. records, and it's usually I go there. Occasionally, they end up around me, uh, but I usually am going to 
their records, a door's opening, and I'm seeing their their hall of records. But sometimes they just feel like they're around me, and I don't experience that that journey to the door and all that. But I know they're around me, and the messages come that way. This depends on how their guides are showing it to me and allowing me in. So can you mention again how can people get in contact with you if they want to ignite their feminine power or any kind of session? Yes. They can just come to uh, my main website is MarianneCandito.com, and that's M-A-R-Y-A-N-N-C-A-N-D-I-T-O.com. And I have lots of free gifts on that on my website. So I have many different meditations for clearings and healings. Uh, I have a soulmate mandala. If you're wanting to track your, your soulmate, go over to the free gifts page and you'll see there's a whole bunch of different things there that can help you transform, heal, and, and become more empowered in your divine feminine. And uh, Marian, so we're talking to, today about uh, your book, Ignite Your Feminine Power. Mm-hmm. Well, this is a show based on the book and of um, getting, igniting that power within. And one of the things that you were mentioning is how we need to start by balancing um, this uh, spiritual and physical aspects mm-hmm. of ourselves. Right. When you talk to, about physical, um, you were talking more about action, about taking action of things. But does physical mean anything else besides the action part of your um, of ourselves? Uh, the physical, it can also just mean how you show up, how you present yourself, how you how you're living and coming forward in the world. When I talk about the spiritual, I talk about that connection to self, connection to your higher spirit, connection to the creative force of the universe. Uh, so when I talk about that mantra, and you can do that through that, that meditation, you could create a meditation and record that mantra. And that's that's not the physical. That's the spiritual way to ignite your feminine power is to do this mantra. But the physical way to ignite your feminine power is to take these different steps that would help you to activate a certain sacred sister. Like, for example, we talked about um, the queen, right? The queen is all about nurturing uh, and, and and even money and, and security and, and things like that, right? So if if you're taking care of everybody else, your queen is way out of balance, but she's not taking care of herself. So there's some of the actions you would take to help to help bring the queen more into balance is by taking care of you. Or if you're warrioress, you know, that's that courageous, fearless part of you um, is you need to activate, you know, as you're not getting that warrioress a lot of attention, then you need to go take some action, do something you're afraid to do, do something out of your comfort zone, do something to expand your comfort zone. That's how you ignite your, your warrioress, right? That see this all, those are the physical ways. 
And then the spiritual way is through that connection, through meditation, through reciting these mantras that have been downloaded to me that I share with you in the journey to awakening scroll that's on my website, uh, awakenyourdivinefeminine.com. So these are the things that you can do. And that's how I talk about, you know, the physical and the spiritual. Spiritual is about that connection with your higher self, connection with universe, with energy, uh, with your, with your higher self, right? And the physical is, yeah, basically actions or how your mindset, even your mindset can be of that physical attribute because it's in the body. You have to reprogram your mind to shift a mindset. So it, there is things you need to do to shift that. So that lies in the physical as well. Thank you. And Marion, so why don't we get a color and that sure. way we can see how a reading and some of your expertise can help. So this is Laura and she's calling from New Jersey. Hi, Laura. How are you? I'm good. I literally just called into the show, so I'm not exactly clear. Okay. <laughs> uh, good. Good. I, yeah. Go ahead. Um, I've been wanting to get a house for a while, and it always seems to be out of my reach. Mm-hmm. So I would like to know somehow how I'm going to be able to step into my power to get finally what I want, because this is my dream. Okay. All right. Okay. So the goddess card that came for you was Ain, and Ain represents leap of faith. So it means taking a risk and putting your heart's true desire into action. So procrastinating about your dreams won't make them go away. Neither will it make them happen. And so what what your soul is burning, this burning passion within you to improve, to grow, to learn. Don't worry about making a wrong decision. Instead, working, worry about that making no decision at all. So in finding this, this, this house, have you found that it's the money part of it that's keeping you from doing it? Yeah. Or are you fi- Okay, it's the money part of it. Okay. It's the money and, and uh, getting a stable job because I keep doing contract work. Okay. And okay. I I was really close to getting the house, and I had everything situated and set up, ready to go. Uh-huh. And the seller backed out at the last minute. Uh-huh. And then shortly after that, I lost my job. So it was, a, okay. I guess, divine timing. Right. But then I've been spending a year trying to get caught, caught back up on my finances and everything. It just It just seems to always elude me. Every time I get close, something happens, and... Right. right. And this this card is really, you know, it is about faith, taking a leap of faith, but it's also about putting your heart's desire into action like your passions. What are you passionate about doing? Is that what you're doing through your contract work? So we're going to divert a little bit here because that's what the, the messages are coming. Are, 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 is what you're doing a passion of yours? Well... I guess my I have my passion is about helping people mm-hmm. and uplifting them, getting them, you know, past their fears. Okay. And I train people for a living, so I do okay. that. You know, okay. I do that. Okay. Um, but I <laughs> I need this 
sense of stability, financial stability. Right. And I, I would like to move out of this state. I'm thinking about uh-huh. somewhere around Georgia or Florida, mm-hmm. maybe the Carolinas. But okay. I definitely want to get out of here. And I feel like I'm stuck in this state for some reason. Right. I don't want to live here anymore. Okay. There's the leap of faith, too, of this card. It, it's, it, you know, it's a big message that the magic of the universe is there when you put your heart's true desire into action. So if you're looking for a house in New Jersey and you're not happy in New Jersey, you really want to leave. Well, of course, you're not able to manifest that at this time. So this is all about where where your heart is telling you and calling you and this leap of faith and jump squarely into the midst of putting your dreams into action. So your guides and angels are coming through loud and clear. Now, as we're seeing this a little more clear, it isn't about as much about, I mean, we think it's the, 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 uh, the income, right? You said it's not stable and you're not, but that's, that's just the way it's showing up. What's happening is you really don't want to be in New Jersey. So the universe and your angel guides are really helping you to not have that, that being tied down in New Jersey. So go where your heart is calling you. Take that leap of faith. And But now if, only if it resonates. And I'm always, even the messages I get when I'm in Akashic Records for somebody, it, I, I'm always telling them, go with if it resonates with you. Your guides are always going to tell you you have free will. So I'm going to tell you, if this does not resonate with you, then don't don't take this advice of the angels that, you know, and it's not advice. It's just, you know, this is what's coming up. So it, it's all about taking that risk, putting your heart where you want your heart to be. And, and how do you see yourself? Where do you see yourself? Because that's how your dream is going to manifest is by being where you need to be, both in spirit. It looks like you are doing your passion and it does, your passion doesn't always mean it has to be the full-time job, right? So you're getting that passion. You're getting that lover archetype being, being um, fulfilled, but it seems like the goddess is not because you're not happy in the place you live in the city, the state you live. Right. Does that make sense? Right. Yeah. Right. Right. At the time I was buying the house, I, I hadn't made up my mind yet that I didn't want to live here, but that has, since that all fell through, it has become very apparent to me that this actually is not the right state for me to be living in. Right. So I, I do believe, like you say, that the angels, the universe, God has in store for me. They were basically protecting me so yep. that I didn't end up in the wrong state. Yep, yep. And it's all about taking steps toward the realization of your dream. And that dream isn't in New Jersey. I mean, that's basically what's yeah. coming through. It's like, it, and you're going to be supported. You know, the magic of the universe, it opens up when you're total in alignment and you're not aligned to where you, the state you live. So now, okay, because this is all about a process of baby steps. Now what it's time for you to do is start activating that imagination of yours and your vibration and getting into alignment on where you want to be. And then opportunities begin to show up and the wheels get set in motion. So I want you to take this, you know, the next month or so really exploring where do you think you want to live? And not just explore it, but once you start zoning in, I want you to start feeling it, visualizing it. And then then start to look about, about what it would be like to relocate there. 
and things will start falling into place. You watch. That's how that's how it works because it's that leap of faith. But you have to take these baby steps to to do it. Or if you know right away where you want to go and it feels right to you, then put the put the wheels in motion. Start making the plan to get there. Does that does that feel right to you? Yeah, it does. I. I'm thinking Georgia for some. Mm-hmm. I just think it's going to end up being Georgia. Right. Okay. Okay. Good. Good. Well, start doing that energy work because that will really help lock in your manifestation. And and okay. uh, yeah, that's really important to feel it, to feel it and see it in your mind's eye as well. Okay. All right. Best of luck to you. Thank you for calling. Thank in. you. You're welcome. Thank you. I appreciate it. Okay, sure. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. Marion, talking about the question with the caller, Laura, that she wants to move, I'm wondering, there's sometimes a situation where maybe you have a family or you have a partner and Mm -hmm. you want to move. What mm-hmm. happens when your partner doesn't want to move or maybe is not the same desire? Does that right. clash yours? Do you overpower the other person? Right. What do you do? Right. When, and, and sometimes it's not even clear because you haven't. Right. So you don't so have what I, So what I do in that case is to work on the essence, to get really down to the root of the essence of what you're really looking for. So if what you're really looking for is to have 70 degree weather year round, because you really like it warm and where you're living, it snows half the year, then the essence is really about finding that warmth and finding that the weather that's more conducive to you. And so we we get to the, the essence of that. So what may satisfy you with that essence is really just to leave the state and have a second second home somewhere. And I know that's easier said than done. But when you start getting creative and looking at the essence, the essences are what we're really looking for. You know, it might be that you, you just you're not happy with your job, but what the essence is is that you're not you're not feeling fulfilled. And that doesn't mean you have to leave your job. It just means you, you mean more fulfillment in your job. So there's so many different things to look at, but I think we do need to get to the essences and what, what would moving give you? You know, some people move because they just want to change. Well, you can, you can create a change still living where you're living too. See, that's, that was, that's the essence of what that person would want to, to experience with the move. Um, there's, for me, I moved a lot. There was a period of time where I was moving all the time. And I love that excitement, that adventure uh, of the newness, the unknown. But I found after looking back that I could have had all those different experiences without having to uproot and move to a different state every time. Um, so so this is the thing. Look to the essences, especially if there's there's a situation where you can't move. Look for ways where you can have what you're looking for without uprooting and moving. If if there's 
reasons why you're tied there. And then also do vibrational work, do law of attraction work around it and imagine yourself there because you may find yourself in a situation where you're able to say travel for work and your territory is, you know, these warm climates and then the company puts you up and you have your own apartment there. I mean, right. So there's different ways it can manifest for you, even though your partner doesn't want to want to move and it, and it could work out for everybody. So you just have to have trust in the universe, but you have to be clear, you know, on your essences of what it is that you're really looking for through this move and feeling it really getting aligned to it. Thank you. And Marianne, uh, we are uh, uh, reaching, we're on the last minutes of the show, but before we yeah. leave, we were talking about balance of the spiritual and the physical and of the feminine power. Do you mm-hmm. think maybe the goddesses can help us out with a card that can give us some direction on these times, how to, um, what we need as a, as a global community to enhance that balance? Okay, so the card that came up, it may not have to do with balance, <coughs> excuse me, um, but it is about igniting the feminine power, and it, it I mean, it's still there always is balance in everything we do, as long as we're aware of it, is Bridget is the goddess that showed up for us. And Bridget is the one that helps you to stand up for what you believe is right. So this may be a message that, we we back down right and it's like don't back down this is how you find balance is by standing up for what you believe is right and standing in your own power and speaking your truth and being authentic that is being balanced because now you're igniting these feminine parts of you the other card that came up which is so perfect is aphrodite and she's your inner goddess She's awakened the goddess within you through dance, self-care, and appreciating your divinity, right? So it's so funny what's happening here is the cards I am receiving are all representing different goddesses because Bridget uh, represents the warrioress. Aphrodite is the goddess, uh, seven sacred sisters, right? Hathor, the next one, receptivity, being allowing yourself to receive and that's a good one that is like the queen you're receiving the love that you give to others so it's showing us here it's kind of funny how it did this it's showing Mm -hmm. us the seven sacred sisters and i just got isolt which is undying love so that is the lover uh it's amazing it's coming through loud and clear that to find that balance is to activate and energize every one of us and the next one I got was Dana, the high priestess. And the priestess is one of our sacred sisters, too. So there's your answer. Finding balance means having that awareness and taking the mindfulness, that awareness approach to activate all of the sacred sisters when you need each one of them. So, And again, to learn a little bit more about each one of the sacred sisters, we can go where? To awakenyourdivinefeminine.com. Thank you, Marianne. Thank and you. And you have it there. You have the scroll so we can just go and listen yeah. to them. And there's a mantra for each one of them. But also, right. if you go to cvu1111.net and go into 
seasonal shows with Marianne Candido, you have a recording of each mm -hmm. one of those mantras that you can just follow through. And it, they are so beautiful, Marianne. And Thank you. they are so powerful and full of insight. You just play them, replay them as many times as you want. They are totally free for you to use. Thank you very much. And everyone have a wonderful day. And if you're wanting to be notified when my book, Ignite Your Feminine Power, Inspirations to Rise Up and Change the World, if you're wanting to be notified when that comes out, just go to my website and uh, either awakenyourdivinefeminine.com or mariannecandido.com and just subscribe to my newsletter or receive one of my free gifts. And then I'll be sure to let you know when the book is available. Yeah, we will bless the internet with that information. So thank you again, everybody, for listening. Thank you, Marianne, for being yeah. here. So uh, we're going to see you back in two months, I believe. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's going to yep. be back April, May, June, the yep. first Monday of June. And Marianne will be here. We're going to be continuing the conversation on Ignite Your Feminine Power. And by we're going to try and press and cheer Marianne so she can finish her book as, and we can enjoy it as soon as possible. Thank you very much. Enjoy. Have a wonderful spring, everyone. Goodbye. Thanks. Bye-bye.